0: Part two of Brand on Fire starts out with Susanna being in the mental hospital, and at this point, she tries to escape several times. Then, doctors have her go through several tests, eventually, over a month's time, being able to diagnose her. The main doctor left. um, around the middle of Susanna's stay and a different doctor joined as the head of the uh, team that was doing research on Susanna. This would be um, Dr. Najjar. Susanna began experiencing um, some of the same things. She had delusions as she did previously. She started to experience a lack of um, being able to control her speech and writing. They eventually took tests from her spinal fluid that would give them information on the number of white blood cells, therefore limiting certain diseases that it could be limiting possibilities. Eventually they took a sample of her brain tissue to find that it was uh, in fact inflamed after quite a few tests that suggested and they got uh valid evidence that this was true. Susanna at this point isn't really responsible for the choices she's making if anything. uh, It's really truly the doctors. Her parents have some say in some of the more serious things but overall it's just the doctors who are controlling what happens to Susanna right now. The person I'll be interviewing this week is, um, Susanna's father. So, what... What really gave you hope, um, in Susanna's situation? When was the, uh, diagnosis made? Susanna was diagnosed with M- MDA and the doctor in charge, doctor Naja had done research on this beforehand. Susanna was the 217th person to be diagnosed with this illness uh, there, worldwide. So very rare. And what tests and progress did you see regarding Susanna's condition? I would say that the most vital test was um, the clock test. Where they had Susanna write or draw a clock and label the numbers. Susanna was only able to uh, put all the numbers on the right side, therefore showing that part of her brain was inflamed, leading to uh, Susanna getting the brain sample that was eventually able to diagnose her. Thank you very much for the interview. I feel like um, Susanna is... Conscious of her decisions and actions, at sometimes it also not at other times, of course, and it can be hard for the reader to understand when that is, as it is hard for Susanna because she's not fully, fully aware of what's happening. She's able to understand when they talk about her condition and what will happen, uh, especially when they talked about chemotherapy as a uh, potential option. So. After Susanna was diagnosed with NDMA, she was discharged and the part ends shortly after part 2 and Susanna experiences a uh, a little more of the previous um previous symptoms as she had just paranoia mainly. Um as for the rest of the novel, what I thing will happen is uh, as she's been discharged, we'll definitely find more out about this condition because not much has been discovered about it. She's only the 217th person to be diagnosed with this, to be treated. Uh, Susanna was wondering how many more people had gone undiagnosed with this disease, as rare as it was. I wonder what Susanna will do as to try to um, recover some of her lost memories and what she didn't understand at the time of her being in the hospital and how she'll get the information, really, especially with her current state, what she'll think of it. I also think that the end of the book is going to focus on um, how she recovered and what happened with the um, diagnosis of the autoimmune disease how many more people were diagnosed and what more information was found about it that Susanna wasn't able to know at the time. It wasn't known.